for the shout out podcast. <laughs> Jay and C Mac yeah. in the house. Dynamic duo. Yeah, man. This is what we do. Yeah. This is what we know. I can punch you out. I can kick you down. But if you this my podcast, you know I will knock you out. Oh, yeah. Elbow to the, to the face. Hammer punch to the head. Talking all things fighting like a dream that never ends. All right, everybody, welcome back. Shout out podcast number five, back with our good friend Chris McMillan and our new friend in the house, Jake Peacock. How are you, sir? I am good. Thank you very much for having me on the show. Awesome. And Chris, how are you doing, buddy? I'm good. Awesome. So this is our first time having three people, so it's going to be a party. Um, obviously, Jake, so we thank you for coming in fresh off your uh, big lion fight fight. That was kind of weird to say, but uh, uh, we'll get into that, but I, I really appreciate you coming in. And I also want to talk about things like you have a lot of fighters coming up and some upcoming fight cards, so yeah, we'd like to really get into yeah, get, get involved into that. Um, first of all, boys, let's start with you, Jake. Um, summer, how has the summer been for you? Obviously, just coming out of this kind of silliness of us getting back to routine. How's, how's the gym been? How's summer been and all that good stuff? Summer's been great for me. Uh, obviously, Charlie's growing up quick. That's my son. Uh, it's just been fantastic spending lots of time with him and my wife. And then the gym's back to normal as well, and it's just been, it's been really, really busy. So, and then with fights opening up again uh, locally, things are really on the roll right now. Yeah. Um, and how about you, Chris? Summer? I know we've been we've been kind of back and forth on the yeah. summer, but it's great. Things are good. Things are still busy at the gym. Still having new people come in. So. Yeah. We're really looking forward to in two weeks when it's going to get crazy. Everybody coming back from summer and. Yeah, I'm starting to feel it now, just with with sort of schedule and and everything. Um, yeah, it's it's starting to uh, um, get crazy. Okay, um, just uh, uh, moving on. So obviously, talking about September, do you, what do you got for September? Do you have September? We have Shane Ball, the couch cook. Oh yeah, he's up. He's <laughs> making a, a second appearance to the ring. His first appearance was in. 2020 maybe for the canadian uh, nationals in edmonton was that oh right yeah uh, maybe 19 i don't think so maybe 19 now 19? yeah it's kind of wow. a year off yeah, yeah a year right off. off and he came out of that with a first round ko uh he's a powerhouse and he is fighting on the saka kickboxing card in medicine hat nice uh september 17th 15th somewhere 18th i think yeah 18th. now you were really excited to uh say that so we can expect something big it's can we it's gonna be great it's gonna be great shane's a, a firecracker and right on man right on so much well, well, let's get into let's get into the upcoming stuff. So, uh, I'm just gonna try to go in order. And listen, if you're out there listening to this, if you're holding an event, even a, a tournament, just let me know, and, and we're happy to shout it out. We always want to promote locally first, and, and our people around us before we reach anyone else. Um, so, September 4th, the Muay Thai World Cup is happening at the Sutina Nation just outside of Calgary, uh, with the main event being Hope Quinn, number rank, uh, rank number six versus number eight Steph Quig out of Team Smanich. Hope coming out of uh, Elite Muay Thai. I know we talked about this, Chris. What's your thoughts on this, Jake? on this fight this matchup um, Hope was great in her last fight it was non-stop pressure I, I've always liked Hope as yeah. her style uh, she came inspired with Krista a bit back in the day my wife and she's just great they have great rounds together so I, I'm rooting for Hope obviously and uh, yeah I think she'll do fantastic yep. uh, tough fight good fight uh, agreed yeah fight. Chris how about you yeah we right. talked about it last podcast yeah, but I think it's a very stylistic matchup um, yep. different different styles Steph I think has more of a tie style I guess you could call Hope's style more kickboxing-esque. 
Yeah. So uh, we'll see how it goes. Strong, very strong. Yeah. Strong, strong. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be a great matchup. And then the co-main event for that one is going to be Johnson Garzon versus, uh, uh, rank number two versus Luis Cepeda, I think from Toronto. Rank number five. I don't. I don't really know much about Luis. Do you? Know I don't. Yeah. But uh, I like Johnson. He's very clean, technical, yeah. and uh, but I think he can he can grit down and get it done if it, if it turns into a dogfight too. Yeah, I, I thought he did a good job of showing that sort of that professionalism last fight, where it was you know in deep water at the beginning there, and and, and did what he needed to do. Yeah, had to weather a storm and then. Yeah. yeah, and you were saying Chris he's he's got quite a big following as well. Yeah, huge following. He's gonna have a huge crowd there for awesome. sure. Awesome, and I think that's quite a big fight card, and uh, so that's gonna be September fourth. You can buy tickets at MuayThaiWorldCup.com. Uh, September 18th, Saka, as mentioned, Fist of Fury and Medicine Hat. Uh, I always pr- mispronounce your last name, Jamie. I'm so sorry. Drewski, is that right? I think it's Droweski. Droweski, I'm sorry. You'll nice, have Chris. Yeah, <laughs> you'll have to correct me. Yeah. Hey, I could be <laughs> way wrong too. <laughs> I like Chris. But I like yeah, that Chris. sounds nice. Sounds like I know. You'll have to, uh, you'll have to correct me. I'm sorry, Jamie. Uh, so that's going to be September 18th, Fist of Fury and Medicine Hat. And the main event there is going to be Mitch Carlson. That's going to be a sack of fighter versus Terry Terrazano from PFA. We saw Terry, uh, unfortunately, when I think of Terry, I just think of his poor feet from that Muay Thai World Cup that oh, happened yeah. outside there versus Mike Yurko. Uh, so I think that would be his first fight since then. I don't know if you know anything about these cats. Yeah, no, it should be, should be good. I, uh, she did say there's a lot of uh, first-timers, lots of juniors on that fight card, but they always hold a fantastic event. But that's what makes that fight card so awesome. Yeah. Yeah. How many times did I fight there? And that's where you start, right? Yeah. yeah. And juniors. There's no real place for juniors. Grassroots, oh, They man. do a good job with the juniors, mm-hmm. actually. There's and hype it up. fights on the card. Yeah, it's great. And so, and you were talking about Shane. So who's he fighting again? Uh, and some, Shane trains at Dunam. Is that, that's your correct. fighter? Yeah. yeah. In Calgary. Someone from uh, Lloyd Minister. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, it's a far drive. Uh, it's a kickboxing fight. Okay. Kickboxing rules. What weight? Uh, 175. 175. Uh, okay. Is his opponent a lot taller? Yes. Yeah. Everyone's, everyone everyone is taller. Than, be taller yeah. Than yeah, he's thick. Hey, yeah. yeah. Short, thick dude. Uh, um, any predictions? <laughs> it's going to be a KO. Woo! <laughs> it's be a KO <laughs> nice. It's, nice. He's a fire hydrant. Awesome, man. Is, yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, and so you can buy tickets there at eventbrite, B R I T E dot C A. Um, staying with fighters in your stable, sir. October first, ECL in Edmonton. This is a gigantic fight card. Oh, this is a good one. Yeah, four man tournament for ten thousand dollars. Quality, quality fighters on that, as well as you have your man in the main event. And um, we've talked about that a little bit. Scott McKenzie. Scott McKenzie versus Matt Kendall. But maybe you can give us a little insight. How's it been going with Scott? Getting ready for this? It's been great. Scott's really focused. Really focused. It's been a long time out the ring for him as well. So right. he's been itching to get back in. We had something set up uh, with Lion Fight, but then he got injured. So there's been a few things that have fallen through. So mm-hmm. we're really going for this. He's He's got no injuries right now. He's going into it really fresh. And he's moving really well. Really awesome. Well. And it's got a, it must be helpful for him to see someone like you just coming off a fight, being part of camp, finishing off camp as he's getting started. Yeah, honestly, a lot of us have had fights lately. A couple of the MMA guys as well, they all won mm-hmm. uh, great performances as well. So we've all been in camp. Uh, we've all been training hard. We've all been in camp together. So it's been great momentum. And I was just saying, me even going into my fight after the guys just both winning the weekend before is fantastic momentum for the team. Yep. And then we bring that on for Shane next and then Quinn and uh, Scott October 1st. That's right. Yeah, just keep that momentum going. That's yeah. such a huge part of it. Um, what can you tell us? Anything you can share with us about Scott's training? Anything you're looking for that's been working on? He's looking slick doing? Just definitely looking for a finish. Yeah. Uh, I don't think we're going to play a points game. I think we're going to make mm-hmm. uh, Matthew pay for anything that he throws. 
um, and we're just going to be ready for any curveballs that he throws at us as well. Cool. And what do you know about Matt Kendall coming in? Uh, I know he's a big boy. Yep. Um, I don't think he's fought in quite a while. I wanted to watch some of his fights on Friday Night Fights, but uh, I don't think they're with UFC Fight Pass anymore, so I couldn't watch him. Mm. Uh, but we know enough about him. I've seen him before fight. He's a nice guy. I actually, did, I think I did a podcast with him recently. Oh, yeah. Kendall? Uh, Matt Kendall? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, we'll be ready. So yeah. It's going to be a good one. He'll come prepared, but uh, I think we'll be just have the edge. Yeah. And what's it been around? What about for you, Chris? What's it been like being around these guys? Because obviously helping helping Jake get ready. I'm, I'm sure you got to play with these guys a little bit. or, or Haven't seen them once. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> Me and Jake would always work alone. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Schedules are schedules. Yeah. yeah. Got to fit in when you can. Yeah, I got you. But... Scott has very strong Instagram pres or social media presence, so yep. you know he's always working yep. every day. Yep. Matter of fact, you he, see him, so. he was one of the few on social media throughout this. Uh, Get your rounds in. That's right. his uh, right. tagline, right? Yeah, Get your rounds in. Yeah. It, is, it really is. He, if he's having a bad day, he's there. If he's having a good day, he's there. Right. Like if he's injured, he's yeah. working around it. Like he really is. Like he's nonstop working on the bag like that. So monotonous. Oh, it really yeah. is. And he yeah. Yeah, he yeah. grinded, man. And and you know my our my instructor Mike who was on the podcast a few times ago, uh, you know one of his sayings which I told I stole from him was everybody loves a good training day. You know when you go in there things feel good, your cardio is good, your strength is good, and those days feel good. Everyone loves those days, but it's the days you don't want to be there. You're hurt, yeah. you're tired, you're injured. Those are the important days. That's where growth happens. Yeah. yeah. So moving on to Quinn on ECL, I want to apologize because. I'm pretty sure last podcast I said that he's fighting for a title, and that's not true. No, he's not. Okay. So, so my whatever. apologies. No biggie. But uh, pro debut versus Tyson Green, an ex-opponent of mine. It's pretty cool. Now 160 we, pounds. 160. Now this is this is, Tyson's pro debut? I know we kind of Tyson's pro debut. Okay, as well. awesome. I think the last time they both fought was on ECL. Quinn may have had a fight after that, actually. Yeah, yeah, he fought on Muay Thai World Cup but, versus uh, Jerry Liu. And another thing we're debating was: is this a rubber match or a rematch? This is just... Is number two or three? This is number two. Number two. Number okay. Two. Yeah. Cool. And how's, how's things going with Quinn? Uh, he's, I, don't, I don't see him much on social media. He's pretty Yeah, he's quiet, not really a social media guy. I've yeah. actually been talking to him about that because as, as he grows as a fighter, he needs a social media presence. It only helps. It only helps um, without that taking away from the actual real training as well. But he's, he's always focused. I mean, he's the type of guy I've had to kick out of the gym multiple times and tell him to go home and rest. Perfect. Um, if anything, he overtrains, but uh, he is getting a lot smarter, ready to make his pro debut, and uh, he's gonna he's gonna do fantastic. And yeah. is this the latest he's fought at? Uh, no, he's fought fifty four before, and that actually should be his weight class. Okay. Um, but we just took it at sixty. When he was amateur, I was taking fights for him at one eighty. We just wanted to get fights. Right. A couple years ago, we went five fights in the summer. I got him five. That's unheard of around <laughs> yeah, here. Really I just got him every single fight. Whatever weight they said, well, we can only do it 185. We'll do it 180, 170, 75, 60. Yeah. We're all over the place. And he went on a tear for five fights. It was pretty fantastic. Yeah. And, 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 and I didn't, I, I wasn't really like as, like I didn't really know you guys at that time as well. Mm -hmm. And I he was even like, who is this kid? Like I see him fighting all the time. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, I yeah. even know him. Like, yeah. Holy cow. And uh, apparently I have no recollection of this, but. He came to Arashido and trained with me for, I don't know, a couple months or something when he was a young teenager, right? Yeah, yeah he did say that. No was, way. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah. That's <laughs> so crazy. He's such a monster. Yeah, no kidding. Well, awesome, man. And how do you feel this matchup? Because Tyson's obviously a tall, tall dude. Yeah, yeah. Tall, strong. Um, and he's he's quite clever yep. uh, when he fights. So, But I just think Quinn will, he's really developed in his intelligence over anything. Uh, intelligence over anything. Uh, I think he'll be too smart for Tyson. Yeah. 
Yeah. I think he'll be ready, yeah. Well, that's good. And because I, I always thought of Quinn as like a physical fighter. Yes, it's, very much so. Very tough. Sometimes yep. more muscle, less brain. Yep. But now it's to, uh, switching over to his pro, pro career. He's had to make some adjustments in that area. And he's actually thinking uh, and he's making smart decisions with his training and inspiring and executing the techniques. Good for him. Yeah, yeah. Good. Yeah, as a pro, I mean, you got you to use your mind in there. You have know. to. Yeah. The physical part comes in the early fights for sure. Uh, who else we got? So the four-man tournament, obviously, any any anything in there oh. sparking your interest? Any any fights uh, catch your eye? Yeah, it's an awesome four-man. And 10 grand for the winner? Ooh. Are you serious? That's big money. <laughs> no kidding. Um, who you got, Chris? Who you got taking that? You? <laughs> yeah. you take the winner. Uh, uh, I'm going to go with Opong. Yeah? Yeah. I'm going to take... Uh, I'm going to take Matar. Yeah? Yeah. Matar low to take the whole thing. How about I, you? I was thinking Matar. Yeah. This is why I think Opong, I think he's the most experienced, maybe next to Roka. Mm-hmm. I know um, oh, Abdu has a ton of experience in Thailand, but like it's a four-man. Oh, wait. It's not in one night. Is it not? It's not in one night, oh. right? I don't know. I thought it was. I think it is. Is it? I think so. Because okay. I asked Mackay how the commission's like allowing that. Interesting. Okay. Okay. I think it is. So if it is in one night, take Opong because, you know, he'll... Yeah. I think he can grind through that pain, you know? Yeah. I, I'm i taking Should Matar, be an A-man. And no, no disrespect to Abdu, obviously, or Eric. I don't... I, to be honest, I just don't, I don't know enough about Eric. But uh, I just think Matar is the opposite. He's not going to... I don't think he wants pain. He's going to play you from the outside and not get picked apart. He's, he's long, isn't he? Yeah, very a little, not very unorthodox, but definitely unorthodox. And I, I just think he's going to avoid the pain, in my opinion. And he can. He's so long, but that's just my opinion. Um, but it should be fun, man. I mean, it's a big good one. Big yeah, good one. I, and even then, I, I called the Abdu uh, fight when he fought Matara kickboxing, and it was it, it came down to the last thirty seconds, in my opinion. Uh, it was a, it was a really close yeah, fight, so one, yeah. I, I don't doubt any guy can win it, but I, I just don't have enough experience watching Eric, unfortunately. But uh, but without a doubt, he's a bad dude. Well, Eric's got extensive, of course, um, time in Thailand too. So yeah, like rare, know, rarely long. I guess yeah. having said that too, ah, who knows, yeah, man? This is tough, great, man. It's this tough. is good. But if I had to pick one, that's uh, that's where this I'm gonna go. Good so, one. so again, you so, can get. Oh, my bad. Go no, ahead. No, no, go ahead. Oh, sorry, we're not even talking here, but but keep going, man. Yeah. What, what, do you, what do you got? Well, I was just curious, like Jake, like those guys are in your weight class. What do you think of mm-hmm. them? Um, yeah, well, I mean, because you know you're the North American champ, and some of these guys could get signed. Yeah, you know, I f- would, whoever um, I'm just happy to fight. So yeah, I'm not really fast. Yeah, I'm not fast. They don't want to fight him. Yeah, oh, that was so awesome. <laughs> All right, uh, and of course we got to talk with the co-main event, Tim Lowe versus uh, Mirza Hipovich. I'm assuming is how you say that. I'm not 100 percent sure. Uh, Did my homework and I finally saw him fight this this guy. Yeah, what are your thoughts on? Um, I feel like Tim has fought this type of guy before. Yeah. Tim might be a little too, might be a little bit more busy and slick and be able to hit him from outside range. Yeah. yeah. Do you know anything about these guys? Jake? I don't. I, yeah. Well, I've seen Tim, Tim fight obviously. a few times. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think, uh, um, not that Tim's the kind of guy to like, oh, I got to get that fight back. He's, you know, chill, chilled out kind of guy. Yeah. But, but for sure, he he himself, I'm, I'm assuming, would like to. Absolutely. Not erase the last fight, but put an exclamation that that uh, that's just one fight and he's better than that and, and a different guy and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I think that Mirza is a very big dude. He's gonna have to cut some real weight here. Like, didn't yeah. he fight that last fight? Like I said, line fight like two twenty four. 
and he's coming out of 185 like and he was already thick like jesus big dude yeah. he's a big big yeah. thick man yeah so uh uh i just think tim if tim can avoid the uh the big weapons that uh um tim will look good i think i think this is a good win for tim come coming his way Sweet. uh okay you want and tickets edmontoncombatleague.com scott's high high um headlining that one yeah is that the main event of that one Yes. yes, sweet. Yeah, Scott versus sweet. Matt Kendall and Tim versus Mirza. Awesome. And then, real quick, October second, uh, WTM is holding a smoker, uh, stoking the fire for a fifteen-plus event. Um, so, if you're looking to just get into the fight world, get your toes wet, see what it feels like to be a fighter, um, then I would say get a hold of them and and get in the ring and, and see what it's like. Um, their phone number, uh, as advertised for this event, four zero three six eight five three four eight seven. Or you can email them at wtm at telus.net. And this is a 15-plus event. You got anybody on this, Jake, or put anyone's name in? Do you know what? I actually want to get a few people on there yet. Yep. Yeah. And Chris, we were talking about hopefully putting I, I've put in two names so far. There might be another one or two coming this week. Oh, yeah? Who else besides Kelly? Tyson. It's Tyson. not a 15-plus event. That's their... Um, oh, my bad. The tournament. Their tournament oh, is. my yeah. bad. But my bad. They are accepting juniors on the smoker card. Okay. Sorry. So they're having a tournament during the day? September 25th, they're going to have a continuous tournament, Beautiful. and uh, that's 15 years of age and older. Okay. <clears throat> well, there you go. Thanks for clearing that up. Yeah, and no then, if we care, I don't really... I know there's an upcoming event, as in like Jake Paul and Tyron Woodley. You guys have any insight on this or care? I don't care, but <laughs> I mean, Jake Paul's probably going to win. Yeah. He's bigger. He's a big dude, man. He's I don't okay. Think he's Woodley. not terrible. People, people smash Jake Paul, and I'm telling you, the guy's putting some work. I agree. Um, he's putting some work. He's putting some real work. And when you talk, clearly he's not a, he's not at professional level boxing, but right. he's a good amateur. Yes, I so agree. So you stick him in the ring with Ben Askren. I had people swearing on their life that Ben Askren would knock Jake Paul out. Oh. I don't know what... Pe- and these are people in the fight world, even. Is that right? I don't know what people are thinking or what they're watching, but as far as boxing skill level goes, Ben Askren's not bad. He's not great, but he's not bad. Paul or Askren? Uh, sorry. Yeah, Jake Paul. Yeah, I got, I say, I got Jake Askren. Askren or yeah. Ben Askren. Ben Askren. Ben Askren. I got you, buddy. You said you it's me. all good. Um, I agree. And when he fought, I think it was Nate Robinson... <laughs> Uh, just just the way he was able to kind of step with his lead leg and fake his jab, I was like, oh wow! Like that's you have to have some kind of skill to be able yeah, to do yeah. that. For me, it's the the baseball the baseball signals of like things he does. Just stop, stop, shotgun, hair pull, like just stop with all those stupid fight antics that you think are cool. Uh, some guys have one, like uh, you know who's who's a uh, what's a, what's a big giant dude's name? Uh, War of the suit. Cried that it was too heavy, got beat up. Oh, uh, Deontay Wilder. 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 Like, he's got that weird shotgun thing. And, like, okay, okay, you got your one shtick, but Paul, you got 44 of them. Stop. You know, like, it's too much. Um, (laughs) It is what it is. You're right. He he can box. But Tyron Woodley's smaller. I don't think, personally, Tyron Woodley has the best hands. No. He has a right hand for a good MMA fighter. Yeah, man. But that's a little MMA glove, and, you know, you're fighting a much bigger dude. Yeah, he's, he's enormous. I just, uh, from my point of view, I, I know I made this kind of clear before. Um, what he's doing is his thing, but I, I'm definitely like a fighting purist, and I just don't like how he's going about it. It's just, it's not how I like it. That's not how I like to see my fighters I agree fighters with progress. you. You Like, we're all fighters in here. We understand, like, you know, I know that's such a huge different thing, pro boxing, and, like, he had his YouTube or however the hell he got yeah. rich and famous, you know, but... That, that, you gotta earn your stripes, man. That's it. That you know, classic like, saying. I was just gonna say, you gotta earn, your earn your stripes. Yeah, for sure. You feel the same? Opposite? No, I do. Yeah. I but I understand like 
business these guys are businessmen that's right that's why you know you'll see Floyd Floyd's never going to make a dumb decision he's one of the smartest boxers of all time but he's taking a fight with Tension he's taking a fight with Connor these are 300 million dollar fights that's like right. promoters want to make money yeah man it's just a it's just a tough line and tough balance to have because yep. as fighters we want to see people work for it we've had to work for it and uh, and you know we're not getting paid millions by any means and then this guy steps up he's making tens of millions but yep. it's I like don't a know, it's business yeah it's yeah. a very interesting get rich quick scheme like. sure is man and, and I don't blame him I, I would too um I been you know I, I always think of the I this this saying always stuck with me but uh way back in the day remember the first Super Six middleweight tournament that, yeah so good yeah all those Carl Frotch and stuff do you, do you remember all those yeah. that Super Six they had they had a big they had like a big documentary on and they're talking to Arthur Abraham and like Arthur would you want to fight that guy and that guy's like sure whatever and he's like I, I don't care man boxing is business these yeah. guys are all taking these boxing is business I'm like, wow you're right man. Like, he was one of my favorites in that Arthur yeah Abraham yeah man just boxing is business and like and he just left it at that like. Like, uh, I, that stuck with me, man. It, it is, it is business. I mean, I know it's emotional. It's something we want to do, but at some point it's gotta be about business, right? Yep. All right. So we'll leave that be. I don't, uh, um, I assume Jake Paul's going to win. Uh, I'm not going to buy it. I don't really care, but you know, yeah, I won't be buying it. Yeah. No. You know, no chance. No. all right. Habibi, this morning, TV, what's that? BB TV. <laughs> my friend, my friend, yeah. he'll get it. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, talking about some past events, there's not too many, but obviously the big one this morning was one FC. Uh, I didn't even care about the rest of the fight card. Oh, I tuned in for the main event. Yeah, yeah. Tawan Chai, PK Sanchai, Muay Thai versus Sitichai, Sit Song Pinong. Um, Chris, go. What did, what did you think of this? Um, Jake um, and I were just talking about it. It's the two of the highest level guys clashing. It's like such a chess match. And in my opinion, it came down to the last 27 seconds. Sitichai got a nice dump, and then there was a good... He caught Tawan Chai's leg and threw like a punch, a kick, a punch and kick while holding his leg, and then he fell over. And I think it came down to that. Yeah. You know, one guy lost his balance one more time than the other guy. It's just so evenly matched up. And so do you think you're the, you're the guy scoring the fight? Did you take Sitichai? Like at the end of the fight when the bell went, I had no idea. Yeah, I was like, okay, well, let's see. Yeah, how about you, Jake? Yeah, I'd have to watch it again to give a very accurate uh, what I thought on the scorecards. Yeah. Um, but uh, when the bell went, I didn't know who had won. No. Uh, but it was very backwards and forwards. A lot of neutralizing stuff. Each guy was getting stuff off in each other as well. I, it was a good fight. Yeah. Fun to watch. Yeah, it was a good fight. Yeah. Yeah, it was. I um. Two southpaws. Yeah, I, I thought that that made it a little awkward. I also find it, these guys fight like under such different rule sets for hundreds and hundreds of fights. And I feel like when you when you pull them out, you know, and you, you kind of change the rule set a little bit, you make them fight three rounds, the scoring's a little different. I, I do find they look a little awkward, you know. I'm sure Southpaw versus Southpaw had a little bit to do with it, but it, you know, like you're really starting slow round one in a three-round fight you really can't do that like, yeah the same no they needed five for that yeah they really do and i just and maybe maybe the scoring system of everything counts the same and, and like like i don't know i don't care but it's just that i just i feel the awkwardness it feels like because they've spent hundreds of fights under a different rule so whether it's gambling or whatever right they just the the change of rules that i, I feel is a little a little bit apparent in, in a slight awkwardness. I do think the fact one guy fights Muay Thai, one guy fights kickboxing, they're both southpaw, that played a little bit of awkwardness. Um, I, I really thought Tawan Chai did a really good job 
and I'm curious, I could be way out here. But because Sidichai spent so much time kickboxing, his Muay Thai guard is way tighter so he can punch. So I thought Tawanchai did a really good job of just sneaking his left kick over his leg and getting it in the body or just on the arms. I don't know if arm kicks count in one championship. I'm not sure. But I thought that played a huge part. Like me, I mean, those, I thought those left body kicks were scoring like crazy. I did think Sidichai was coming forward, putting his left hand on Tawanchai quite a bit. Yep. I thought that made quite a bit of a difference. And I don't know if it was an elbow or something, but for whatever reason, those last 30 seconds of round three, it's almost like Tell I was sure he had it and gave up that round. Like, he gave up, didn't he? He wasn't... Just stopped. Something changed. I was wondering if he got hurt. Yeah, me too. I didn't know what would have hurt him, but you never know. These guys are good poker faces. Right. right. But he definitely stepped off the gas, didn't do much. Yeah, like stepped off the seconds. gas and got out of the car. Yeah. Like just stopped. Yeah. Well, Maybe he had that stadium Muay Thai fight Maybe. mindset. Yeah, maybe. I think I've scored enough, so I'm going to chill out for the next yeah. 30 seconds. I picked Talon Chai. Listen, I'm biased. I really like him. Uh, I'm a big fan. Uh, so I did pick him, but I'm not, I don't care either way. I thought that was an awesome fight. I, I, I would love to see five so we can get more exchanges between the two. Yeah. Um, There's kind of a kick for kick, punch for kick, you know. Um, And I did find that, that catching the legs and throwing, running around was a lot. Like you could hold onto their leg for a really long time that fight, I thought. That was pretty, uh, pretty interesting. Um, you guys catch the uh, Manny Pacquiao and uh, you guys fight? I did not. Yeah, uh, We were in Scotland. When well, we, of course, duh. We were, yeah. Um, Time's all different too. Yeah, I am I know I, I've heard a lot of people say that if it was Spence, you know, that Manny Pacquiao avoided one, Spence would have killed him. But those were two very different fighters. Yugis, it, it looked like it looked like Mike Tyson's punch out to me. Manny was so small compared to Yugis. And so when he when he'd throw a jab, like Manny just could not answer him. He was so far away. And then uh, I also, I don't know about you guys, but like, I, I like the Cuban boxing style. Like, mm -hmm. I like that style. So I thought it was fun to watch Yugis fight. He had that typical sort of Cuban style. I thought it was pretty cool. I just saw all the emotional speech he gave after. I'm like, oh, Manny, if oh, you, you retire, know. that's awesome. I hope you do because you got what, nothing what left to prove, to man. Yeah. Unless, you know, he obviously has something here. Yeah. Right. But, you know, there's other things you can do in box. You know, it's hard to convince yeah. a fighter to stop. That's true. Um, and I think there was a UFC, Kevin Gaslam or something. I don't know. Okay. Do not know. All right. Well done. Yeah. And obviously, Lion Fight. We had a big one. Oh. So, Lion Fight. So, when I when I tuned in, I, I saw that that tall McGregor uh, kid. He was super tall. And you were telling me, Chris, warming up, he was just, just sharpening elbows. Just Did you notice that? When it was outside when we were standing up there. No. The guy with the shoes on. Just a big guy when we first got in the dressing room. He and his trainer would just go elbow, elbow elbow warming up I on the pads maybe a jab and a knee here but like <laughs> did he cut him? he smashed the guy yeah up, yeah man. he did oh, super yeah. tall and just it just looked like he didn't care at all what the other guy threw just wasn't hitting him landing didn't hurt like just just smashed him yeah. savage mindset yep yep um and then obviously uh i i'm not i the other fight i saw was the craig i don't know if there's something in between but the craig oh uh craig coakley fight there yeah. was another fight like I can't remember either. Yeah, I can't remember. But Craig but Coakley and Craig uh, Mo. And Mo. Mo. Now, I know we keep hearing about this, that he probably shouldn't have been fighting because he just got knocked out recently. Yeah, but, a few weeks ago. Yeah. But uh, he passed the well, medicals. He passed, yeah, well, passed hey. everything. And, yeah, what can you say, right? I think that the, the, the time that they suspend you for had just ended before that fight. So they did time it. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. everything. Was and he passed the medicals. So. Who did he get knocked out by? Uh, Nico, Nico Carrillo. Oh, right. Yeah, the, that guy's on fire right now, eh? Disco European, I think, championships. And what, what weight's that at? That's Those at 140. 140. 140. But they're big boys. They walk around at 158. Oh, my goodness. 
Holy I was really cow. surprised at how tall they were. And Moe's thick, hey? Moe's thick. Moe's thick. Craig's a little leaner, but again, walks around at 158, 160. Like, Jeez, hey? Yeah, he's a tall, thin guy, man. He's got beautiful Muay Thai, Craig. He's fighting like crazy. Brilliant like, Muay Thai. Yeah. I love yeah. watching Craig. Yeah. And Moe's definitely got more of a sort of loose kickboxing yeah, yeah, European yeah. style. A little bit unorthodox movement. And... Yeah. Yeah. But Good. they both switch stances. They're great to watch. And they've been at war with each other twice now. And they're great. Like they're good friends. Like they come into the dressing room, yeah, they and they that. hug each other before they go out. <laughs> Is that right, like, yeah. Oh yeah, it's just another day. That's like, right. They're just warriors. They just fight. It's yeah. actually great to see. Yeah. There's no drama, nothing. They just go and they go put on a good show for everyone. And at the end of the day, they're they're good friends after. Yeah. Yeah. Right on, man. Um. And that's and and you guys obviously have a lot of experience. When you're in there, opponents are often faceless. You're you're too worried about what you have to do. For that, sure. Yep. Well, there's never any animosity, or anything. Yeah, not just, with me anyway. Just <laughs> we'll get into that. <laughs> uh, um, anyway, uh, obviously, besides that, we had Darina Bars. Now, I don't, I don't know if you guys got to see any of this because you're warming up or fighting. Or no, she right. was the fight yeah. before, but we but got to share a warm up room with her. Woo! She was on fire. It was, I was fun like to watch her hit pads, man. All right, it was proper Dutch style, and she was so explosive. She's like she, she steps like into her one two like. She's, she's fast but do you know what the Claire Clements girl she weighed in 15 pounds overweight so here's my take I have a feeling you know Jarena's on Jarena's a beast right mm-hmm. no one wants to fight her nope so they've given this fight to Claire Claire knows it's like a it's a tough one for yep. anyone so she's just come in way overweight mm-hmm. deliberately intentionally knew it because mm-hmm. you you don't end up 15 pounds over By and find out yeah what? you just Whoops. don't <laughs> so I think she wanted as much weight on her as possible to use the clinch. Jarena's a Dutch kickboxer. Probably where she lacks is her clinch game. And sure enough, from what I've heard, I haven't even watched the fight, but Claire took punches like a machine and just tried to smother her, grab her, work some knees and elbows. And, yep. uh, and I think that was her plan all along. I think she deliberately missed weight. Yeah. Um, your thoughts, Chris? Did you catch it at all? Did you watch it? I watched it after yeah when i got home mm-hmm. what'd you think of it yeah like i think jake just nailed it i totally agree maybe she didn't mean to do 15 pounds but i think she was just like whatever i'm just gonna show up sure because yeah. it, it it was certainly there to lose you know no disrespect to her but it, it's it's not like she looked like you know she would have had a really hard time losing 15 pounds i don't mean disrespect and she took it to a split true which i split decision I think yes so, i think which i don't agree with but i i also thought that that I mean, the way round one looked, I thought it was going to end maybe. Oh, right. yeah. I'm in the back room with Chris. Chris and I all weekend we're saying, all right, you know, we're we're fifth on the the fight card, but number four is going to go in the first round. We, we thought it was I, I thought it was first round. So we were like, we got to be ready. Jake was pretty much ready to go in round one of like when Urena's fight was starting. We're like, Jake, yeah, we, you got to be ready, ready, you know, to walk out because I thought it was going to end. Yeah, like that. Yeah, me too. And, and I, I mean, I I don't know what happened. Like, I definitely. I uh, think she just could take a punch. She's that's tough. part of it, man. She's tough. She had so much more weight to her. She just wore the punches. She oh. wore the strikes. Her her left leg was starting to become perforated from all the leg kicks she was taking. Like, I, But I don't understand why Bars didn't, didn't heavily... Di- like, she was not lifting her leg up. She, You should have just taken it with you home. Smashed it. Might have smashed her foot up on her knee Very or true. Right? Very true. You don't know, right? But I always assume that if someone stops smashing the leg, it's got to be because you're... You're injured. You hurt yourself. You smashed up your knee, and now you're or you're, you smash up your shin or foot on their knee, and you're yep. scared too now. Or something came back that you ate you didn't like. Yeah, I didn't watch the fight, but the other possibility is she could have been demoralized. Seriously, 
Yeah. Like if you're smashing someone as hard as you can and True piecing that. them up, and yeah. this Claire Clements girl is just looking at you, keeps coming forward. What the hell do I have to do? Yeah, yeah. I I cool. do think that, and then if there's anything, I could see people now emailing uh, Irina Barr's coach because her clinch was non-existent, non-existent. Really, it was really bad. And, and that's I'm not I'm not just touch kickboxing. What do you expect? Yeah. But that was for a line fight Muay Thai world title. Yeah. So there's going to be some clinchers out there, I can guarantee, that are going to come knocking on that door. Now, can you get past the Dutch kickboxing? Or can know. you find somebody? Like, I don't know if right. she right. hasn't that fought in so long because there's no one. What weight did she fight at? 140. I think she, I was at 140. Supposed she, to be. Oh. Oh, yeah. Or maybe it was 145, but. Man. But she's taller than me, isn't she? Isn't she? Yeah, she's, she's she was big, yeah. a little bit, I think, She must walk centimeter around or outside two. of camp at 160. Yeah, Wow. And I, and I agree, man. When you're saying like her hitting in the back, she steps into a beautiful one-two. Like her step. Yeah, that was her go-to in the back. Yeah, that was wonderful. They were fun to watch. Hey, amping her up. Let's yeah, go! She's screaming. I think they slapped <sighs> her around as well. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> nice. I think they might have actually copied you when you're like, Chris slapped me down. Uh, they started doing it after. I'm like, that's funny. But that's when she was doing her screaming thing. So maybe she she's was, like, yeah, do that. She was screaming. Awesome. That's awesome. It was fun to watch. Before we get to yours, Jake, let's talk about Amy Pierney, that fight. Did you guys catch that I one? I didn't know yeah. because, uh, well, obviously I was up, up top just uh, packing up and everything. Right. And, yeah. And doing, doing all the craziness post-fight. Yeah. yeah. Uh, did you catch it, Chris? Post. Uh, Went home and watched. Yeah. yeah. Well, when we walked out, we were walking through during round five and I was like, wow, this is crazy. Amy Pierney looked insanely tired. I'm like, oh, the tables are turned. But having yeah, gone. Apparently Lara had good, good pressure the whole time. Yeah. Nonstop. Yeah. So after getting home and watching it. It was good back and forth. Pierne is just a powerhouse. Big, solid kicks to kind of shut her down. Slammed her a couple of times in the clinch. But she's gotten tired. But I've never seen somebody fatigue with that look of fatigue. Like where she's like, you know, bending over when she, like when she sweeps Laura. She would bend over and be like gasping for air. Laura? Amy. Oh, Amy. But then when Laura would put the pressure on, she, like her composure was insane. She insane. would stand there, stay solely calm, tie her up, sweep her, did whatever her whatever she had to do to shut her down. She did, mm. like she wasn't gassed at all. Both great fighters. Yeah, it was yeah. a wicked, wicked fight. And, and Laura has shredded. insane. Yeah, they were shredded. Yeah, shredded. you bet. They were in shape. Yeah, that was one of the best women's fight I've seen in a while. That was a great fight. Um, wicked fight. Yeah, and <clears throat> and uh, I love the composure, like. Like whether whether she was getting kind of weathered or looking tired, just cool as a cucumber, man. She stayed totally calm. It was great. Yeah, awesome. Um, okay. Oh my goodness. For the European welterweight title, Jake Peacock versus the other guy. I don't know who cares his name. Doesn't matter. Jake Federico. Federico Alfaro was the name, right? Correct. Okay. Um, we I'm sure we all got all sorts of info pre-fight, but. What did you know about Fred coming into this fight before before you even got in the ring? What do we know? Um, How were you feeling? Yeah, I watched quite a lot of footage on him. And he's got a lot of footage online. He's been around the block. I knew he had an extensive record, uh, much much better or well, bigger record than uh, mine, I should say. Uh, he's been around the European Muay Thai scene. He's fought people like Charlie Peters, Brad Stanton, uh, Alex Bublé. Is it Bublé? One of those ones, yeah. Bublé. I got gotcha. you. How to say his name? Uh, so, and he's been on some good camps. But first thing I noticed was he's been around some good camps. Yep. Multiple camps. Yep. Uh, Badco with Liam Harrison, uh, Nolsey Academy, uh, Kieran Kettle, um, and now he's. And now, Kiat Monteep. Kiat Monteep, yep. That's how you say it. 
um, all stellar gyms. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering why this guy's jumping around so much. So then I'm start thinking straight away. This is three months ago. I'm thinking, I'm thinking character issues. Yep. Straight away. So I start posting all over my social media. I'm I'm the wheel breaker. I don't go into break <laughs> bones. I go into break wheels. That went around. My whole my whole ethos. This whole camp was I'm going to break this guy's will. And then I start watching footage of him. And if you give him a clean fight, he loves a clean fight. He fights a great Muay Thai game. He can elbow. He can clinch. He can knee. He can kick. He can kickbox. Whatever you want, he can do. And he can hang in there with some great fighters. But that's if you're allowing him to. Yeah. I mean, like, great backwards and forwards fight with someone like Brad Stanton, who's a great UK Muay Thai fighter. Um, but someone that puts pressure on him and that hits him hard and cracks him and then stays on him, I see him crumple uh, inside and he doesn't want to be there anymore. And then he looks for a way out or he gets knocked out. I saw that first happen with uh, Alex Bublia. So, so that so that that fight with Alex was your first inkling, like okay, correct. buddy, I gotta, correct. I, I see yeah. something here, hmm. and uh, so that was our plan, really. Answer answer everything he threw at us, because uh, because he was great at answering back, but I was gonna be the the last to to have the last hit. Um, so that's what Chris and I were working on all camp. Uh, I was doing a lot of kick uh, kick sparring with uh, my team, obviously lots of uh, just regular sparring rounds as well. Um, volume poker face hit him hard hurt him and then sure enough in the back room uh i was encouraged by someone from the uk uh that i would demoralize this guy uh, and break his will um and we did Mm -hmm. got it done i said to chris actually in the back i said uh all i said this multiple times right before walking out i said all i need to do is find his chin with my left hand once (laughs) And the game will change. Ding. I said he might be good at keeping his range because he's long and he's quite smart. But I said, all I need to do is find his chin once. Sure enough. He came out trying to take my head off, by the way. Sure did. That's and funny because you're just saying, like, he wants a nice clean fight. And yeah, he just no, ran at you. You like, pissed him off with all those posts, man. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Do you know what? I want a, I want a nice five-round fight. Like, <laughs> let's warm up. Let's have some fun. You know, take it easy. Like, let me display lots of my skill, lots of things. Like, backwards and forwards. Let's hit each other up a bit. Take some shots, each of us. But every all six of my opponents... For some reason, they just come out. The, <laughs> the bell one, they come out to try and take my head off. Now, from the other side of the, the other side of the chair, it looks like the opposite. <laughs> well, this is what happens. Then he, he pins me up against the right, What are you going to do? Axe elbow my face off with right. two elbows. I'm like, let's go. I don't want none of that. Yeah. So I crack him with the left hand, and that was the beginning of the end. And then sure. I have to start doing my thing out of flipping self-defense no i agree hey, if something, like, <laughs> self-defense in there, man. <laughs> that's awesome that you can claim self-defense um how did i i did see those elbows did they land were they clean uh no i think one of them brushed brushed yeah. uh my cheekbone but not enough of a warning like okay enough pal warning, yeah and yeah. i knew actually loved that right elbow mm-hmm. but uh, he came out and he was on it straight away so yeah but man you did such a good job of just throwing pepper at him, you know. I say throw pepper at him. Just, yeah, yeah. Like, just kick, punch, kick, move, kick. All right, all right. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Rewind. I know you're excited. Re- rewind, rewind. Uh, <laughs> what about you? When you guys first started getting ready for this fight, Chris, what are some things? Like, I know we talked about it, but now that it's it's kind of come and gone, what were some things that? Yeah, that the exact same. Like, yeah. we just knew Jim Hopper. Like he's Jim Hopper, you know, character. Mm-hmm. And then you see that fight with Alex Bublé, so you're like, oh, okay, we know exactly what kind of guy this is. Yeah. 
he's susceptible and you touch him, he's going to go down. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Claim. I just didn't think it would end this way, but so did, so did you just, just kind of keep that game plan mentality just running right up and obviously just increase the intensity? Yeah, I yeah. think so. Yeah, yeah. There, there wasn't yeah. anything that like, like, not that you have to disclose injuries, but there anything you know that changed up or just this is the plan. This is what we're sticking with. Let's go get it. Did you say injuries? Injuries or anything like, oh, on your there's end? There's always a flipping injury with me, isn't there? Oh well, yeah, my toes camps, and camps always. Oh yeah, yeah. Everything. Him too. It was always what's wrong, Chris? I like, oh god, here we go again. It's always something. It'd be so weird if there wasn't, right? Yeah, but nothing enough that there had to be a dramatic. Oh no, game nothing. Plan. Oh, nothing no, we no, had no, to no. switch up for like a whole week. Okay, now we can't do this. Beautiful. But beautiful. Okay. Like, we can, we added things, you know, as you as the weeks go on and you study more, you're always going to be like, okay, he's actually really good at that. I've been watching that, so let's add this. No, yep. you know. Yep. Oh, and then and then actually, actually, uh, the last like four weeks of camp, three weeks before leaving, I noticed on his coach's video, a lion fight posted a video, and he's doing all his stuff in Southport. Hmm. So That's now right. I'm like. This guy for sure is coming out southpaw. They think they're going to boot my my right side. Because mm-hmm. all he was doing was like reps of hook knee, hook kick, hook kick, hook knee, yep. over hook elbow, uh, lead right hook, and then yep. rear, rear side like attack. The, the simple game plan of yeah. southpaw, right? So, yep. so I knew. And sure enough, as soon as we touched gloves, uh, I think we touched gloves, yeah. As soon as, we, as soon as the bell went, boom, straight into southpaw. But, but we, we had so many answers for that. Yeah, we had and so many answers. And Jake pulled them all off. But the one, the biggest one was counter hook to like rear, like step off pivot hook. Yep. And then to that big rear kick, Jake cracked him with the hook, but he grabbed onto his arm. So Jake was kind of oh, stuck. Yeah, yeah. Had Jake pivoted off, that <laughs> kick, man, would have landed so clean. Yeah. So from, from I, I, I guess, just because it's fun to just relive being in the corner and, you know, high level fights and stuff. So you guys are in the back, you get to the, the venue. Uh, the ring, you were talking about the ring. Was it the same size? Was it fairly small? Uh, they're always small in Europe. Yeah. It was, yeah. Yeah. Huh. I think that's a pretty standard size there, yeah. hey? It's yeah. Because in Ireland, I was like, oh, man. And then you see this one, you're like, okay, yeah. It's, and and how about, how were you, I guess, maybe from your point of view, like, because obviously we've shared the back with Chris a few times. And like I said in the last podcast, it, it looks like if you could, I, I feel like you're finding a way to push Chris down the stairs so you can take his spot. Like, it looks like you want in there so bad, you <laughs> want to be part of it. Um, for Chris's. right but but is it is it the same in the back like is it the same sort of attitude or is, or when you're t- when you're going is it is it similar is it different like like you know I guess you would know more than yeah. Jake's like people should be lucky to share the change room with yeah Jake because the energy he pumps out right like you feed off yeah like this guy's ready to go he's like self-belief confidence i love it i'm you know you know how i am we're the, the opposite P- people said it got weird with us because about 10 minutes before our, your fight no words were said we just stopped talking yeah you know everyone's got their thing everyone's right? got yeah. their thing yeah and who cares like if yeah if your it, thing's your thing right yeah man if you if your thing's flipping eating a big mac before you walk out and you're sitting chai and you eat a big mac you ever you're sitting there and you eat a big mac you know? i i guess what i was getting i was curious if if you turn to the strong silent type like my friend over here when it's fight time or if you're a wild animal like i no, saw I'm when you're using quiet the corner. earlier on in the day yeah yeah you're and pretty quiet once it once once we're an hour out start to wrap it up but yes. i was wondering that myself actually like because i'm i am pretty quiet like in the back i like to kind of just sit back Take everything. But you're in, intense. Right? Like when you warm up, you're intense. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, okay. I thought so. I, I videoed you guys warming up for the Muay Thai World Cup WBC. There's uh, nothing more to be said. Let's let's yeah. just get the show on yeah. the road. But I was wondering, like, do you need me to be like 
Because that one time you walked by, you're like, man, you're like, you're, talk Chris. to me, Chris. I'm like, I okay, yeah. Chris. We're like five minutes from going out. I'm like, talk to me, Chris. Talk to me. Uh, and so, Chris just starts rattling yeah. off. You're the man. You're <laughs> untouchable. <laughs> well, he's probably, this, you're probably hyped up too. Like, oh, I want to let some energy out too. Well, ah. yeah, but I, you know, that's not my style. I'm not. But, uh, go get him. But like, I, if you need me to be, 100%, I'll be. Awesome. That's great, man. That's that's awesome. Maybe it was definitely fun too when, when your last fight too with you, Jake. I was really nervous. Like, uh, I just always am. It's your little brother fighting, right? You're just always nervous. So your energy helped me too. It was, it was a fun realization to remember. Like I know we're fighting and it's scary and dangerous, blah blah blah. But dude, this is still really friggin' fun. It was this for Chris's? Yeah. yeah, you know, it's still really fun to do this, right? Yeah. Like, it, it was really cool. So, so Jake's so hyped up. It's just a fun little story. Uh, one of the promoter guys, I can't remember who it was, uh, the guy with the tattoos, he was always talking. And TJ was yelling. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah Jesus, Anyways. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Right before Jake's, he's lined up, ready to go out, about to call his name. He comes up and gives him the double high five thing, that good luck. And Jake goes, you know, up, down, and then he punches him in the stomach. But because Jake's so jacked, he went like, <laughs> <laughs> you could see him walk away, folded over like <laughs> Jake cracked no, him a good one. No Sorry. Yeah. Actually, warm enough, you hit me with a body hook that I was there all night. Oh, no, eh? Yeah, it was there all night. <laughs> nice. I was like, oh. Yeah. But, man, you're just so warm enough, hey? Like, you don't hit, you never hit that hard. You've never hit that fast or precise. Yep. When you're warming up for a fight, always hated fighters. Come here, just dance around with me. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna get freaked out. Yeah. yeah, there's no, there's no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it sucks. Um, okay, so we're warmed up, we're ready, we're out there. He's well, first of all, my uncle. <laughs> oh, uncle Jim walks me to the ring. My that uncle, that that was the fellow in the in the kilt. That's my, okay, that's my uncle in the kilt, Scottish from Dundee. My aunt and uncle came down, and my uncle walked me to the ring with my three boys from London. They trained up. Great video, yeah, great video, by awesome. the way. Great video in the hotel room. Great oh, video. Yes. Yeah, that was sweet. Yeah, that was awesome. I before you continue, man. I those three guys. I wish I could live with them. You they know, the funniest three. Guys oh yeah, oh. three massive British black dudes bickering. You know, oh, yeah. it's like their <laughs> the banter. Banter, banter is just insane. It's <laughs> nice. It was awesome. Like you, like you just laugh all day long. Is that right? Hey, that's gotta be nice during fight time. Yeah, it was all right actually. It was a nice distraction uh you know the couple days leading up obviously on, on fight day they can actually like focus down they're all athletes the three of them all right they understand um, so they understand uh, to some degree and uh, so they held it together for me right on uh, so yeah walking out with uncle jim sorry your uncle walking out with uncle jim uncle jim oh just got the scottish on our side uh, obviously i'm a quarter scottish my mum is half scottish my nan my grandma is a uh, scottish um so it was great to get the scottish on my side have my uncle there, my three boys from London. We had Andy Thrasher in the corner. Yeah, that's what I hear. I love that guy, man. Awesome. And uh, Rob Hayward from London. Nice. So it was a great corner. Uh, couldn't ask for a better corner. TJ was there uh, for some support. And then, uh, yeah, got into the ring. And yeah. Everything. So was, was the crowd pretty insane with your uncle and yeah, stuff yeah, the there? Yeah, the crowd was going. Yeah, the crowd yeah, was awesome. going. Yeah. That's got to feel good, hey? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was great. So once once you're in there, Fred's done dancing and singing. You guys get all your gear off right before it's about to kick off. How are you feeling? What are you What are you thinking, good. Chris? Chris squirts water all over my eyes. Oh, I saw that. Oh yeah. So I yeah. forget this guy. I stole the show, man. I, <laughs> I laughed. I laughed. I uh, I didn't know it was a flip top, and I admit, as as a coach, I, I that happened to me. My first MMA fight in the corner. I forgot to undo the the water. 
for Chad Hemza. Shout out to you, Chad. This was 100 years ago. Chad Hemza, you cornered Chad Hemza. Yeah, yeah, and like Chad. MFC3 way back in 100 wow. years ago. Yeah, and uh, I didn't have the cap undone, so he didn't get water <laughs> in between the rounds. Like, sorry, man, Max was so mad at me. But uh, so I never made that mistake again. Always make sure the water is off. So when I saw that happen, I was like, Chris, you amateur. No, flip top. Yeah, then it was oh, a flip top. He got it open. He squeezed that. Oh, just blew up. Muscles. I soaked the camera lady. I, yeah, it was I'm... funny. This, <laughs> funny. This um, so right before, <laughs> how are you feeling, I guess, right before the, the fight kicks off? Chris, you're in the corner. You're done. You're sitting down. Are you just kind of like, here we go? Any, any thoughts? How was the other corner acting? They Rob were doing Thai style. So me and Rob were yeah. talking about this. Um, John Pop was getting that section. You know, he had a couple of hype men in that in his corner. And they had about five or six people in the corner. But then the little section, he probably had a couple of people there to watch up from London. So they had maybe ten people. But John Pop was trying to get the crowd going because that those last seconds before the bell, the first bell goes. You know, it's like the last second. Hey, make you know, you're always saying something. Yep. To get your fighter. Yeah. Like the very last thing you got to say but if the crowd's going it's crazy you know it's like oh here we go so rob was getting our corner to go everybody in that corner was and uncle jim's there right so our corner was probably drowning them yeah so i was kind of stuck in that like it is getting buck in here ah, nice but i was cool and calm man i was like i yeah, wasn't chris is chris is re- very cool and calm in the corner it's really good awesome yeah i i try to you know, just try and be present. Like, don't get caught up in that craziness. It's probably just completely you a different adrenaline when you're so used to being the guy in there. Now you don't have to. Like, you do everything except. It's oh, I don't so have to nice. Fight. I can Sorry, sit down Jake, and watch. But you know, I, get a front I, had, row seat. I had pizza the night before weigh-ins in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> so as as the first round kicks off here, man, Jake, how, how are you feeling? So you said you were surprised he came out pretty heavy. Yeah, well, I didn't know. Like, he's come out hard in in one of his fights that i've seen so who was that against i'm not sure okay i'm not sure um but and you never know i'm always prepared for whatever he could run at me with a flying knee and i'd be prepared yep but uh yeah just didn't know mate i thought he might take his time but uh he didn't he ran out um and was on me so part of it's just reacting now when yeah, you just got to react, gotta right? React and yep. do my thing. What was there anything in round one where where you had some separation that you found something that either worked or like mm, he's pretty good at this? Or, eh, that would work well. Or is, is there anything that you could you could you found you could capitalize on round one or something that? that... No, I was landing whatever I threw. I was landing pretty well. Yep. When he caught my leg, I turned it into it. He caught my roundhouse, turned it into I turned it into a teep and knocked him down. Mm-hmm. Um, it was hard to clinch him up when he came in. Uh, and neutralize those elbows. It was hard to clinch him up when he that, came in to elbow me there. So that is strength wise, like was he just? No, he just was. His arms were. He was axe elbowing me. Yeah. So I couldn't grab him and, and neutralize it. So yeah. I I leant back, used the ropes, leant back, and then used my knee as like a, a knee bar. Yep. Knee bar. Yeah, brace bar. Sure. Yep, sure. Yeah. Yep. And uh, push him back, and then that's when I landed the left hand. Dude, that was a think, missile, man. Uh, yeah, there's a there's a camera angle. But I think it's the slow mo <laughs> angle. And like sweat flies up in there. It's a pretty good shot, actually. Right it's, on the chin. I just slow mowed it on my phone. Right at, at the away. extension of your punch in a great yeah. stance. Like yeah, that. Was, that's a perfectly placed legs, punch. His legs gave out right down yeah. the pipe. Yeah. I think you surprised him at how, like when he ran at you right away. I think you surprised him at how quick and strong you were. Mm-hmm. Right up, bang. Okay, this guy. Like I, I agree. You weren't looking for space. Like you wanted to play the game. Like okay, let's go. Yeah. Wow, let's fight. I yeah. dig it. Yeah. Um, two things that I saw as I was watching, I was supposed to be, uh, I was supposed to be looking after the front desk at the school, but I wasn't. I just had the phone in the corner and watched while people are, they'll, can I sign up? Like, you're gonna have to wait five minutes, please. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> um, 
first thing I, I noticed when I thought I really saw the tide change was you hit him with about five shots. None of them were home runs, but they were all clean and they all had him react. And they were all different. Like, oh, he's getting pieced up. And then I'm sure we all know the second, I didn't even know what he said, but the second he turned to his corner and I don't even care what he, he could have said, I love strawberries, but how frantic he said it. I'm like, oh, this is over. That was in the second round. Yeah. 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 I don't even, I don't even care what he said. It was how he said it to his corner. Frantic. This is over. The first round went our way. Obviously we were hitting him with everything under the kitchen sink. And then Chris gave me some good advice in the corner. And what was that? To be honest, I forget it. Oh. I knew you were going to ask that. <laughs> yeah. But I was like, that's great. I know what to do. I think it was, I was in Southport and I was I was using my uh, rear leg and when so my left leg Southport. and not my lead. When he was in Southport, I, I, I could have mm. been using my right leg a little more and switch kicking right yeah, to the body. Because yeah. that right leg was landing in, in Orthodox. It would have been landing in Southport as well. Yeah. Uh, so that was great. So I knew what I had to do. It came out. I uh, did it a little bit. Could have done it more. Uh, so that's something that I'm definitely going to be focused and working on. But thinking back, like you did do it, but that might have been what got him to say what you're talking about because you cracked him with another left hand straight right. down the pipe. That might have been right kick or left uh, uh, right kick to left punch because yeah. then you tied up. There was a little bit of back and forth, yeah. and he yeah. said, well, I'll let you. Yeah, well, I hit him with the left hook. And it got him solid yep. on the chin, and he clinched me up to neutralize it. He he turned me against the ropes, so now he's looking over the ropes. His coach is shouting knee or do something. He's shouting something, and then Federico looks over my shoulder, and I just cannot believe he said this in the fight because if I see one ounce of, of weakness or you don't want to be there, then it's just over for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and he looked over my shoulder at his coach, his eyes were wide and the camera picks up the last couple words but he says I'm dizzy I can't and the the UFC fight pass camera picks up the words I can't and his eyes are wide that's what, what I saying. saw that's, yeah. what you were, that's what you saw mm-hmm. so he first said I'm dizzy and then said I can't and then we broke away did a couple things that's when I throw the teep uh, I hit him in the stomach the slow-mo shows it in the stomach um it, if anything, and it clipped the top of his cup, I mean, it wasn't even a hard teep. He went down, delayed, and uh, they gave him like an acting like keep he's keep, dizzy. keep going, man. Keep, keep going. Let's hear from your point of view. Keep going. So they gave him, you know, three minutes, I think, two minutes, something. They I timed him. it. It was just under two. Right, just under two minutes. But the ref is saying the words. He gave him some time, and then the ref goes over and says, "I need to know you want to fight. Show me you want to fight." And he's waiting for a response and Federico's twisting his face up, shouting, doing this with his arm, waving it. And then the ref's like, okay, Federico, I need to know. Do you want to fight? Do you want to be here? you got to stand up and show me. At this point, John Pop knows it's danger zone. Uh, John Pop thinks the fight might be called. He comes running across to the neutral corner where, where Federico is, screaming, stand up. He's smacking the ropes. He's smacking the canvas. He's like, stand up, stand up. Show you want to fight. Say you want to fight. You must fight. You have to fight on. And Federico starts shouting at John Pop. And he's grabbing the rope, standing up like something from Rocky IV, the <laughs> Ivan Drago. And uh, and he finally gets hunched over, uh, slopes over the, the top rope. The ref is asking him again. He, the ref must have asked him 10 to 12 times, do you want to fight Federico? Gave him so many warnings. I, I might call this fight. If you don't tell me, do you want this fight? Do you want to be in this fight? Show me you want to fight. All he had to do was say, I want to fight. But he kept saying, I can't. Uh, all of this anyway mm-hmm. at that point on the 10th 11th 12th 
chance. The ref waved it off. Um, and his nuts are magically fine after that. Oh, yeah. And then he jumped around and, and, yeah. and was like, what the heck? I was fine. Blah, blah. I said I wanted to fight and all this. So how are you um, still feeling? How, how do you feel still? I was... Well, I now you know what's over. I went to the camera and said they don't want to fight me. Awesome. He he looked for a way out. Mm-hmm. I I'm I'm disappointed he did that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know I put a lot of obviously I put a lot of work into my fights. Um, for four minute four and a half minutes of action, he put a lot of work in. He's from a great camp. Mm-hmm. You got to honor your coaches and your training partners and that your yourself with the time that you put in. So I'm disappointed that he wanted to go out that way. Yeah. Um. Yep. But at the end of the day, I was too much for him. And if he carried on going in that round, I would have finished in that round latest in the third round. Um, I, I have no doubt. So yep. it's just a shame that it had to end that way. But yep. it is what it is. I, yep. They don't want to fight me. So how was it? How was it? Uh, so you get the belt. Obviously, there's there's booze and stuff for the obvious reason. But I mean, how? To be honest, the booing was at him with to start. Everybody when they, knew when they announced. Yeah, it was so obvious when when they announced me as the winner. Two people in his corner, uh, two of his friends were booing. Mm-hmm. So you see me like put my finger up to my lip and say shh. Oh. <laughs> uh, I mean, be- that was a great reception. Everyone was loving it. <laughs> I thought it was way worse. I thought you were giving him the jerk off logo. Oh no no no! Did it look like that? <laughs> it looked like you were like, no, come on guys. Oh, but no, then it looked no. like you turned your hand up like. No, I turned my thumb <laughs> down. But I'm wearing my glove right, so you can't see. Right me. right. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, it was a great reception after and everyone was super happy and uh, even john pop uh, came up yeah. to me and, and he said some really really encouraging and nice things to me and he reached out on social media that's great uh, the next day and and we stayed in touch so he said some really nice things which was great. that's good well I, i'm glad that they they booed for the right reasons you know what i mean because that would be you know because we see it all unfortunately you see it a lot in north american fighting where a similar situation and they get booed because you shouldn't have been the champion or whatever like and it's such so, so terrible right so i'm glad that they they booed for the right reasons um how about you chris let's hear from your point of view it's just round one starts it, things start happening in between so in between round two you were saying switch kick hit that switch kick uh switch from kick and another thing that we worked on was because we knew he was going to switch to southpaw, not totally. Like, he did switch a bit. Yep. But, like, the second he switches, you th- if you're orthodox, make sure you throw your right leg. So the second he switches, he's getting punished on that side. Mm-hmm. He he turns to orthodox? No. He goes from, from, from orthodox, orthodox to southpaw. southpaw. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And when Jake was going, <clears throat> when he turned southpaw, Jake would turn southpaw. So I'm like, you got to get that right leg going. Yeah. So that was yep. my advice in the corner that time. And then... um. Yeah, a lot, a lot of southpaw just, versus orthodox. So you don't get to use your right leg very much. Nah. So when when you get to take advantage of it, do it. Yeah, yeah. And it's just, it was such a buzzkill. It really. Oh, like, I'll get into my version, but you know, and like Jake's like, oh, it's happening. Like he cracked him again. Like so, oh, it's, so you it's see happening. it. You see it, right? Oh, I, okay. I saw it. I yep. saw him tie up. I had no idea that, um, because uh, Jake's back. He's no, back Federico was yeah. back to me when he said that. Mm-hmm. I didn't see Jake. Jake, Jake didn't look at me and go like, "Oh, or anything." Jake just had laser focus on him. He wanted yeah, to go hunt him down. Kill off him. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> so I had no idea this happened until after the fight. Yeah. So when like when he was doing his, uh, Jake was letting me in on this, and it was just like, you go from like, "Oh, here it comes, here it comes," like, "Here comes another knockout, baby," and then it's like, "Oh, like, yeah. dude, you stole it." Yeah, man. Yeah. But you stole it. 
it's it's kind of sad though. We kind of knew that was going to happen, yeah. but we didn't yeah, think it would happen a, in wasn't that. It? it was a game plan from three months ago. Broke his will, and we broke his will. Sure did. He didn't want to fight anymore. Um, so post fight, you know, how are you feeling? Just kind of deflated. Did you get to talk to their no, corner, John Pop, and everything? I was yeah. good actually. Like, no, I'm not deflated. I was happy. Like, yeah. of course, it was flawless, man. Yeah. Like, yeah, you, like it would be different, obviously, if if my performance wasn't as good and it was backwards and forwards, or yeah. he had the edge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, and then you you can't win off of that, but. I mean, he didn't land anything no. significant. I landed. The, the 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 commentators were saying, every time I punched the guy, his head would fly backwards. Like, yeah. I I, th- I felt really good. I felt like everything was landing. Yep. It was landing with precision and it was landing with significance. I yep. don't know if you would remember, but do you like in the back before we were going out in the bottom part with Urena there? You said something over and over. This is what you said the most out loud to yourself. Do you remember what it is? No. Just don't load up on anything. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, and I didn't. That was nice. That was perfect, yeah. man. Like like I said, those four or five shots, they weren't home mm-hmm. runs, but they all affected him, and they were all different. Yeah. Like you could tell it was that like, first oh, knockdown. Dude. If you loaded on that, yeah, he probably would have saw yeah, that go exactly, like Whoa, yeah, right? beautiful exactly. straight left. And because it wasn't loaded, it was beautifully yeah. straight right down the yeah. pipe. It was wonderful. And think back to um, <clears throat> versus Lee Walton. How many kicks did you miss? High, nice. Rah, right? right? A little too excited, maybe. He leaned right. back on you a couple times, a lot, but. Yeah. Uh, Lee did, but um, Federico did a couple times. But you never like they were just I wasn't quick pop. That's when I came back with the heel. But with, uh, <laughs> with Lee Walton, I'd spin all. I was Rainy yes. Becker style. Yeah. I'd spin around like a tornado. Yeah. Right, that's pretty. Slick. So everyone wants to know, like, did you practice that? Or but no, I, it just came out right. I do funky stuff like that. Yeah. Now was that supposed to be a sweep? No, it was supposed to be a heel to okay. the side. Well, I do ask the guy. <laughs> ask the guys who do damage. <laughs> I'm always trying to hurt them with these heel kicks to the face. <laughs> oh, nice guy. <laughs> that spin kick. Like, I'll answer leg kicks like that. I just try and be, like, creative a little yeah. bit. And then when it comes, like, it just comes in the fight. Right. And I just let things fl- right. let things flow. Because I've done, Krista actually gave me this advice. Um, she's great at giving me coaching advice. But she said, like, you, like I train really, like, we train really solid. Mm-hmm. Like we do the basic stuff over and over again. Hours on the bag, hours on basic pads. We're not flashy. We don't do crazy stuff. And then sparring, I implement that. And then I add my own character to it, right? And then when you get to the fight, you don't have to overthink everything. You've done it a thousand times. Just let the muscle memory happen. Right. Almost don't go on autopilot, but like that kind of like flow state. Yeah. And uh, ever since I took that advice from Krista, like, I just think I just do things. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. My, my, in a similar situation, what I tell my fighters, like, listen, and, and some, some, sometimes we'll do a little bit of goofy stuff, but it's a tool in the, in the toolbox. 100%. Look, look at your toolbox. There's a lot of goofy tools in there that you don't use very often, but the more tools in the toolbox, the easier the job. Right. And, uh, I just think it's never a bad thing. Maybe you don't use those tools and they stay shiny, but keep them in the toolbox, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, and so, that landed. That was sad. Heel yeah. landed. Like, commentators, <laughs> commentators, and everybody were pretty impressed, yeah. man. That was a good one. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. Um, so, from my point of view, um, obviously the background. So, I watched a couple fights, and I'm not disrespecting anybody. This is just what I've learned, and from what I hear from others. And I watched a couple fights. We talked about this in the last, the last podcast. I, I did hear a common theme of commentators saying, "We're not sure which Fred shows up. He's kind of chinny. We'll see what kind of guy shows up. Mm, we'll see what. Oh, too much pressure. Fred t- kind of folds sometimes. But, and I just, I just kind of." saw that theme so um and what i know of you man and, and we talked about in the last last one is even just being in the corner like like you're you're hungry for 
the right kind of violence. You know what I mean? Like, you know the job. You, you Not that you can't play the game, but that's just not the game you want to play, right? And with somebody that hungry and who wants to play that game, like you said yourself, if you show an inkling, uh, you know, if you're a lamb with, with a, you know, you pulled your, your Achilles, that poor little lamb, it's over for you. Yeah, yeah. You're not going to make it at the end of the day. No. And uh, I think many of us that had a little bit of background knew that that was going to happen. Uh, so then obviously watching the fight, the second he decided to say something, I knew it was over and I was waiting for a big finish. And the second, now I'm, I'm just saying what I saw. I'm watching on my phone. I saw a light teep to the groin. Nothing that I don't take 30 times every Friday night sparring. And then he delayed falls down and I already started grabbing my head. It's over. It's over. He starts rolling around or kind of trying to find his hand on the ground. Like he's been knocked out. Like he's lost his balance. Like, what are you doing? I literally hear the corner yell, get your shit together. And he's yelling back like you're fighting with your corner. He was yelling at you're fighting with your corner. I heard the ref say, this is just me at least six times. Like you said, it could have been 15, 20. I heard six very clearly. Do you just show me you want to fight? Not do, are you ready to fight? Just show me you want to fight. Because he would have stood him up, given him some time. Right. Yeah. And I hear John Pop and those guys, we got five minutes. We got five minutes. Maybe you do, but he didn't at any inkling show that he wanted to keep fighting at all. Um, and it just, just what a shit show from my point of view. Like, and I really felt bad that I know the kind of person you are and your work ethic and character, and it, you were legit like robbed of that. And I'm happy that everybody saw it. I'm happy that every, sometimes people are like, mm-hmm, oh, it could have been a foul, it could have been, yeah, maybe. But everybody knows it wasn't, and you clearly got robbed. And uh, I think that's important. Mm-hmm. Um, I, robbed of what? Robbed of a finish, a a proper finish that every A-class Muay Thai fighter should either, you know, listen, if if you know sometimes it's coming, you got to do your best, but you don't, you don't do that. I'm not an A-class fighter. If if you're in that position, man, you can't do that. I'm sorry. I just want people to hear that. You can't do that. No, you can't do that. And yeah, man, European title, like I get pretty heated in my own head. Like I get emotional thinking about his teammates and right. Like. So I don't want to throw anybody under the bus. So let me just say if it was you, if you did that, Chris, you had a fight in Seattle where you won by head kick by a IKF world champ. He had a crazy mohawk. He was ripped. I was really scared. I know you were. <laughs> and you came over and I was sweatier than you were. And you said, hey, man, you're sweating more than me. Take off these gloves. Let's go drinking. And I was like, I'm never doubting you again. But if you were to do something like that, I would doubt you about every decision for the rest of your life. Yeah, man. That's... That, it's... I, you know, like I'm, I don't, I'm not trying to say coward. That's not the word. That's not fair. Cause that's a big fight. I don't want to fight you, Jake. But when you're in those kinds of positions, I don't have many other words besides that. I admit. Yeah. And that's not nice. I, I admit, but I, I see anybody who saw that fight. How is that guy going to train anywhere and get a fight with anyone? It's maybe even line fight itself. Like I, I, I don't know. This is just my view. And I, I don't mean to harp on anyone. Or, or knock down Fred. That's not me in there. I'm not the one training with John Pop. I mean, I, you know, I'm not sparring with him. I don't know how it goes. I'm not yeah. sparring with you. So I'm coming from a definitely a point of view of I'm not the one in there. But yep. I'm also coming from a point of view that I've been in there approximately 50 to 60 times with someone else who's been at A-class. So that's my stern thoughts, I guess. So, <laughs> uh, any thoughts, chat before? Okay. Any, <laughs> any more thoughts on that fight before we move on? Uh, you know, we spent a lot of time on it. Yeah, good. Listen, man, congrats. One in the books. Not North American champ, European Almost fight flawless. Champ. Almost flawless. There was, was there awesome. was only one person that didn't make it flawless, and you had nothing to do with that. Um, <laughs> so, so listen, man, that was going to be awesome. 
now that guy's had some good names. Let's move on from here. Who wants it? Who wants it? In line fight. Who wants it? I like I said, anybody. I've had a few names thrown at me after who? the fight. Uh potentially Mo. Um, yeah. At one forty. Because one fifty this the other thing, one fifty is not my weight class. That was at one fifty that fight. That was at one fifty, that's super welterweight. So you are I'm the in all my fights at one fifty because the lighter weights they're not having traction on it. Hmm. But I am a hundred percent I should be fighting at one forty seven or under. I'm not a 150, 154 pound fighter. I'm, I just, I'm not. Like, yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I agree. If you look at what I eat during camp to even maintain to get to 150. Is that right? The week of weigh-ins, the, I land off the plane Very in good. London. I get a prime burger, a triple decker, three-piece juicy bacon, mo- uh, what's the thing, onion ring, like... Do you know how many fight like fighter fans you just lost saying that? <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, I just... I'm, I have to munch so much. That's just crazy. To, just to make 150 and and be in there at a a decent size, right? So are you the so are you the North American 154 champ? Yeah. Or 50? Super welterweight 154. 50. Yeah. It was at, it was at 50 though. Both these fights they did at catch 50. It at 50. Okay. But uh, I want to fight 147 or under. I can make 140. Um. So they where do you feel best? I haven't made 140, but I know I can be 140. I talked to my nutrition guy. One, TJ says no problem. 142. You were at. I think once, right? No, oh I man! Fight one forty two, fell through. I I got to right. be real with you. From a fan, I would love to see you fight Craig Coakley. I would love from it a style. Be Mo though, right? But I would love to see that fight. Like as a fight fan, that's mm-hmm. that's what I would love to see. Um, oh man, there's a lot of names out there. What how you, what do you feel? How are you feeling? I as a fight. I I, no, I'm not talking from a coaching. Just as a fight fan, from your style and stuff. Uh, but Mo would be fun too, man. He bangs it out too. Like you and Mo would be actually really fun. Yeah, that would be. Wow, that that would be good. Is there? I There's don't. There's got to be some North Americans out there, though. Without a doubt. Or does no. it just come back to that situation? Uh, nobody wants to fight me. Nobody wants it. Because <laughs> who who in North America? I, I know we keep floating. I know there's somebody around your weight, in in line fight North America. Who would that be? Yeah. Oh, uh, Josh Aragon. Thank but, you. But thank he's, you. He's done. I think. Yeah, done. Uh, yeah, I don't know details and everything, but I. I know two other people are fighting for his belt coming up. Okay. How about the guy that like Cody Jerome? Of that at one forty-seven next early next year. I'm sorry, what was that matchup? There's two people fighting uh, for the 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 welterweight one forty-seven pound belt, North American. Yeah. And I will fight the winner of that early next year. But we don't. You can't tell us those names. No. Okay, that's okay. Yeah, no worries, no worries. Yeah, that's okay. Um, um, shoot, what did, I, what did I just say? You said something about Cody Drums. Oh, yeah, well, Brian Next. Del Rosario or whatever, because th- you were going to fight I'm him too at big. maybe 145, at least. Maybe he's gone up. Maybe I think he's bit. too big. Mm. I don't think he's getting down there. Yeah. But, yeah, there's there's some potential European matchups for sure. Yeah, but I, honestly, and like I said, I, anybody, because I'm taking the fights at 150 because I saw their offer. Right, right. I'd but love just, to fight at 140, but I'll take any fight between 140 and 150. Listen, but you 140, 142, 145, 147. It's like there's a lot out there, man. There's a lot of good matchups for you, even in North America. I'd love to see that. There was a name being thrown around after the fight by someone. I wish I remember the name, but um, hasn't fought in a while, has a lot of experience, and very, 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 very Thai style. So You don't know who, though, or you can't say? I, think I, have I, I can't remember the name. On here. What is Panikos used to fight at? Oh, he's a little bit lower, 140. Because he fought the weekend before, didn't he? Yeah, Chris Shaw, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, well, listen, man, I, I'm excited. And I, I can... From my from my point of view, man, like, 
this this was this was your coming out party like and it was one hell of a party man <laughs> like i really felt like if you got past this test um there's there's a lot to open up for you and the way you passed it now the world is your oyster like the, the way the way you got past that the world is your oyster man because this guy's had some big opponents who are making big names right now mm-hmm. and you smashed him so I'm I'm really excited, man. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what's coming in the future. So, do you have any idea when you're next? You don't have to give me a, a names, but when you're when you might be in again? In a month. In a month. A uh, month and a half. Two months. October. End of October. Back in the UK. Month and a, end yeah. of October. Yeah. End of October. Two months. Two months. Nice. And an opponent probably. I assume you can't name anything uh, yet. Not 100% confirmed, but there's two. Okay. Okay. Cool. Oh, good, man. Good. So uh, that means obviously no real injuries. You're hop back. You're back in a camp. Yeah. Well done, man. Well done. Take a week, week or two just to chill out and then uh, get back to it. Awesome, man. And I saw your gym. Dunamis uh, had a big party for you, man. They were stoked yeah, for you. That was awesome. great. That was great. That was it's awesome. so awesome to see. Such great support. Yeah, yeah. awesome, man. Such good energy to the gym. All right. So staying with our friend Jake here. So we have some uh, um, some fan questions from some people um, that were curious. We had quite a few. I just chose the top five because we can't be here all day. Um, so number one for you, sir. Uh, we hear people think, or we assume, let's be real, that having half of your right arm would be a disadvantage in the fight world. And maybe it is. But what do you find is an advantage? What's the advantage? The advantage is having people think that it's a disadvantage. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I that's think. That's the hey? advantage. Straight up. But what about like, like you often hear like people who are deaf or blind, their other senses are heightened. So do you feel like your other weapons have to make up for that? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Like... I guess you just I, I don't. I guess having one hand being born like that, I've just had to. You just know what you know. Really use my body in in unique ways to get things done. So I think that's why my defense is good. I think that's why I've had to sharpen my offense. I don't know. You simply find a way. Yeah, yeah that's it. Bottom line. Yeah, yeah, you just yeah, yeah. I got you, man. Well, orthodox with some things. Yep, I I agree that uh, it's probably that people think that it's that they're at a giant advantage because you're missing part of your arm. I I assume. So I agree with that. Uh, number two, who is your Muay Thai hero? Muay Thai hero, uh, I love Fabio Pinka. Yeah, he actually has the world belt at my. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, I know that. But by the time I get there, <laughs> I think he'll be he'll be retired. Yeah, I think. Sure. He's old now. If not, he's getting now. on. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So maybe I'll take him out when he's on his way to his wheelchair. Yeah. 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 <laughs> hey man, that's still a name under yeah. your cab, eh? <laughs> Watch yourself, Pinka. Uh. Uh. Um, here's a good one and I, I sometimes wonder this myself with bigger camps how do you juggle a busy career fighting with a stable of fighters who are also active do you know what it is I was thinking about this over the last few weeks we just have a great system at the gym uh, and everyone knows what I expect and everyone knows what each other expects of each other the uh, commitment and the what's the word I'm looking for accountability is there and no one skips anything the system's there Everyone shows up, gets the work done. Yeah, we just all work together. I, I think I think uh, something that stands out with your gym particularly, and a couple of, uh, that are around, is uh, you guys are uh, a, a super insane tight team. Yeah, and and yeah. the the team you often hear that the team is only strong as its weakest link. Well, if you don't have a weak link, then that's a hell of a strong team. Yeah, yeah. And sure. and I think you guys uh, do a good job of that. Um. So you, you just have a system in place. Everybody runs the system. Everybody pushes each other, and that's a well-oiled machine. Yep. Well done. Number four, 
what differences do you notice between fighting oh, and... Sorry, my wife is amazing as well. Oh, and, yeah. and, and the guys all band together. Everyone in the gym really pulls together. When it's fight week and they have to look after the gym or even leading up to it or I need some time off or whatever, everyone's just so, so helpful. And obviously my wife behind the scenes just does so much that's that's key listen if you're, if you're doing it by yourself eventually the wheels fall off it, it just doesn't work I couldn't do it without my team and yeah. my wife awesome man good shout out to uh, Mrs. Peacock and the Dunamis team uh, what difference do you notice between fighting in Canada and Europe um, less regulation people just fight they get on that's how they have 50 it's ridiculous here isn't it yeah. it's just silly in Canada it's money grab it's silly they're not giving fighters chances to to, to put Canada on the map for being good kickboxing, good Muay Thai fighters. Um, yeah, Europe's great. And they've got great talent, obviously, because they're fighting so much. Yeah, yeah. It's awesome. It's a great feel. Yeah, and, and I would assume being able to travel from small country to small country just makes it so much easier. Like, we're so big, and it just costs so much to go yeah. east or west in yeah. our own country, right? Yeah. Um, Chris, did you get to take advantage of not having to sit down? Did you sit on the ring and grab the ropes and all that? Well, you're... actually, I had a little brain fart because I I sat back. There was no chair, so I was standing there, like a couple feet back, and I see John Pop sitting up with his arms on the ring. I'm like, oh, yeah, we can so do I that. Like, I half perched up. I half perched up. And then when they're in my corner, I was like, oh, I can't remember if I can touch him or not. And I see John Pop going, slapping his fight. I'm like, okay, uh, this is just lawless. Yeah, but if we stand up, I mean, we're we're uh, threatened to be disqualified. Oh, yeah. right? It's it's yeah. uh, it's pretty strict. But um, okay, and then uh, here's a good one. I'm sure a lot of us want to know. You pretty much seem chiseled year round. <laughs> is it is that now? I know you kind of just touched on your diet, but is this something that you try to maintain all year? Is it genetics, or do you cut a lot of weight? Do you fluctuate? I think genetics helps for sure. But I honestly, I'm active year round. Yeah. I don't eat crap. Like I don't eat like crap all the time. Uh, after the fight, I might have a, a couple pizzas or something. But as a whole, my wife cooks for me. She cooks very healthy food. Uh, I'm always training. We live in live in camp pretty much. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that that obviously helps. Especially after living camp, when you have such an active stable too, you yeah, gotta stay in yeah, shape for everyone else. Exactly. What uh, What's your favorite thing to eat during camp? Eat during yeah. camp. Yeah. Anything. Any anything good. Well, like like pizza. From <laughs> yeah, I keep staring at that hat, man. Pizza holic. I want to know about that. What's that hat about? P- yeah, it says yeah. pizza holic at first bite on the on P- the front. Pizza holic is uh, that they're, they're actually the Atma brothers that train at my gym. Okay. They opened a, their family opened a, a pizza joint. It's actually really good. Where? Let's, let's shut them out. It's yeah. on Palliser Drive, Southwest. Okay. So go up Anderson Trail, that kind of area. Okay. Okay. Um, but it's it's actually awesome. If you've been to Signors before. Oh yeah. Senor's is good and it's yeah. lined up down the road. It drives me crazy. Senor's, but it's healthier. The mm. products they use, you can just taste. It's less greasy. It's, it's pretty greasy, Senor's. Yeah, um, it's a really good pizza. There you go, Pizza Holic in Calgary. Pizza Holic. Yeah, dang. Okay, I'm on it because I also stay trim all boys. year long. And I will take my one day this month and eat some pizza. Oh, go, go there. Go there. <laughs> yeah, I'm kidding. Uh, if it's good, I'll be there every week. Uh, all right, man. So just. Genetics, smart, you're a professional athlete, and that's how you maintain yourself. Correct. With a, you know, sprinkle with some genetics. Awesome. Um, all right. Those are the questions. Do you have any, Chris, for Jake? Those are the fan questions. Any coach, coach, trainer, friend questions? Who's your favorite pot holder? <laughs> Chris McMillan. You can leave. <laughs> Chris is good. Chris is good. What makes Chris so good? Obviously, we've worked together for a while, but... Uh, I'm pretty, I would say I'm pretty hard to hold for as far as like getting a good flow and work. Like you couldn't just pick up pads not knowing me and you could be, a, I think, a great coach and, and pick up pads and not be able to get the same, the same flow. Yeah. What I see when 
like seen videos of you hitting pads with other people like when they hold mitts for you they're calling for like jab cross hook cross which they can't throw it as throw like a conventionally, yeah. conventionally like, yeah. i'll just change i'll randomly i change all the time my stance yeah. and chris doesn't even he doesn't he subconsciously just picks up on it and right doing stuff from southport intelligently right. right sort of yeah I, we and we were good at this well most do with, with a lot of experience like the sort of natural follow-ups that follow up the combos yeah. right yeah you, you both hit or holder usually know what's coming so well that that's a good connection that makes a big difference when you when you and because it takes a while for pad holder pad hitter to kind of find sure. that connection me and chris would always hurt each other the first two weeks of training camp because we sort of forget how to hit hold pads again with each other and then uh, and then you get in that rhythm um i i know you talked about pinka but I guess my question to you, do you have any dream matchups, whether they're active or not active? Is there anybody out there that, that you wish you could test your skills out with? Uh, what I about, yeah. no, I was going to say, I guess today without calling it, I don't want to call it a call out, but a respectful, like, Hey man, this guy's a good fighter. I'd, I'd love to test my skills. Yeah. Is, do you see anybody out there like that? I can't actually think of anyone off the top of my head, Yeah. but uh, I'm open to anything. Like, yeah. I just want opportunities. And like I said, I don't know if you saw my lion fight interview. Uh, yes. I don't fight for belts necessarily. Um, if the belts line up along the way, I'll take them happily. But uh, I just want to get experience, have fun doing what I love, get paid doing it, of course, and uh, and get challenged. I yeah. want challenges. What about what about kickboxing? Any interest to venture over to kickboxing or just Muay Thai? Yeah, any, anything that I can punch and kick. So then my next question is, what does Gabriel Varga weigh? <laughs> that would be That's fun. I'd love to see that personally. And again, it's not a call out. I just I I like. He's a great Gabriel dude, great fighter, of course. And he's he's just relaxed and he's technical. And right, he's, Canadian, you know, nice guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that would be that, and that would be fun. He's he's fast as well. He's got fun tools in the toolbox. Relentless. He's got a wicked pace. Sure does. Great gas tank. Yeah, yeah, that'd be a fun one. All right, let's uh um let's move on. So we're just about getting to the end here. Let's go to our top three student shout out and our rapid shout out. Um, so number one, so. Top three question of the day. So I'll start with uh, you, Jake. My my number one or top three to you would be: Who are your top three UK fighters of all time? Combat three sports. Years. It doesn't have to be Muay Thai. Okay, okay. Um, uh, Darren Till. He's fun, funny. <laughs> yeah, well, sure, funny guy. Uh, in MMA, uh, as far as uh, Muay Thai and kickboxing goes, uh, I do like the fighters that come out of Mosley Academy. Yeah. Oh man. I really do. Yeah. Um, and so I'd have to say Liam Nolan and uh jonathan haggerty yeah and this is just off the top of my head if i really had to think about lots of uk fighters that there's a there's a ton of great talent out there yeah a ton of great there really talent. is so that's a hotbed of muay thai it's so it's yeah, crazy it's, hey yeah, yeah. so you got you got uh mr haggerty liam nolan and uh darren till you didn't say evander holyfield no <laughs> <laughs> uh okay you got one for chris uh yes Top three coaches slash gyms. Ooh. So it could be an academy, like, you know. Okay. Um, a specific coach, <clears throat> Arjun Watt. Okay. Arjun Watt. Yeah. yeah. Michael Savas' guy. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, 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 Mike's gym. Of course. Or Mike Pessin. Pessin. How do you say Pessin. Mike's gym. Big Mike. I mean, how many monsters has that guy come out of his gym? Now, I don't know if he's like a super gym where guys come to him at a certain stage in their career, but he definitely has brought oh, for sure. brought people up 100%. from the basement, kind of, right? I kind of think at this point, it's the field of dreams. If you build it, they will come. Yeah. yeah. Um, PK Sunshine Muay Thai Gym. Oh, dude. Just because I there's 100 trainers there. Like, they all have their own trainer kind of thing. Yeah. But how many yeah. monsters are at that gym? 
And then this is just for my, just because it's my favorite fighter of all time, I would love to be coached by John Maypar. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Bunchu, yep. So, all right, sir. There's my three. I'm ready. Jason, your top three is your top three fights of all time, combat sports. Like you go on YouTube mm. and you've seen these a hundred times. Yep. Top three, I'm going to say uh, number one that sticks out to me is um, Arturo Gatti versus Mickey oh, Ward 2. Two? Yeah. Fight. I think two, yeah. Um, I'm going to say, like yeah, man, I'm going to say, uh, obviously, come on now, Pacorn versus Porn Sine Sitmon Chai, just round four alone. Round four. Fight. Yeah. And uh, number three, I'm going to have to say old school um, George Foreman versus Ron Lyle. I, I just woke up on a Sunday morning watching classic boxing with a cup of coffee, and I woke up my whole family standing up yelling at the TV. Wow. It is so fun. It's old school. It. Yeah. George Foreman versus Ron Lyle. It was so good. All right. Um, awesome. That was a fun one. Okay, student shout out. Student of the sh- uh, podcast, um, Jake, our guest. You have a student you'd love to give a shout out to? Shane Ball. The couch cook. The wrecking Shane ball. The wrecking ball. <laughs> um, awesome. Just. You know, this guy's story is amazing. He came into the gym. I don't know exactly how much he weighed, but it was big. Close to 300 Right, I remember. He was depressed. Um, He got his crap together. He showed up every day. Um, We're talking from the couch to the ring here. Is that right? The couch to the ring. The the couch cook story. Um, And he's a great guy. He's super helpful uh, at the gym. I I say he's the face of Dunamis. He's so friendly to everyone. Um... And as far as skill goes, he has improved drastically. He's the, he's the most improved competitive fighter at the gym uh, in the last six months. Awesome. Months. It's fantastic. He's, he's, he's great. Congrats, Shane. And yeah, to be honest, I, I don't see a Dunamis picture without him in it, man. That's, no, that he shows up. Those are the people you need to have in your gym. So well, that's awesome, man. Shout out to you, Shane. A heartbeat of the gym, hey? Yeah, that's it, man. Sure. That's great. Chris, how about you? Kayla. Kayla. Um just seen her emotions yesterday when she <laughs> had to quit class. Yeah. She's, how old is she? 13. 13. We had no idea she was injured. All of a sudden, she just starts crying and kind of limping. Like, what's going on? She's like, I hurt my leg yesterday. But she was so upset that she couldn't oh. continue. And it just the showed boss. me her drive. Like, the she boss. wants, yeah. You know, I'm getting emotional. Yeah. It was so cool to see. Yeah. It's not cool to see a kid be hurt, but it was cool to see her. Like, she was in tears because she could no longer train. Like yeah. She wants to be on the mats and she wants to be better. What a great attitude for being upset for the right reasons and what a great attitude not yeah. letting anyone know about it until it had to come out. Well yeah. done. Shout out, Kelly. Yep. Shout out to you. Mine is, uh, now listen, I may be a little biased here, but I get to do this. I would love to give a shout out to my son, Charlie, who Charlie. just started karate. Oh, yeah. Um, I didn't, he's not quite four and we don't take registration before four years old. And the reason is... Uh, what's that that's right and the real reason is well that is the real reason but num- number two is i've tried a hundred a hundred three-year-olds and it just it never works out they, they just there's something cognitive that just doesn't work and my son's kind of a little bit there but i mean he's almost four so i was really impressed that a i was just curious if he could do the class let alone thrive and then want to go home and practice so nice kid I, I can't teach you how to fix anything or build anything the only thing i can offer you is how to look after yourself and we're on the right foot so uh, shout out to you, Chiali. 
Child boy. Okay, rapid shout out. Um, hey, I just want to give a shout out to you boys. Congratulations on the weekend, Thank Chris. You. Uh, you. Watching you come up from a dork who wore socks doing karate to what you are now and hearing the confidence that Jake has in you as a fighter, as a coach, man, that that's uh, that's awesome. So shout out to you guys. Chris, you got one? Uh, nope. Just sh- actually, I want to shout out to um, JT's Barbershop for making me look fly before mm-hmm. heading out to Scotland. All right. Uh, he's a friend from back in the day, and I found out that his... Oh, I remember this. JT's Barbershop's in uh, Whitehorn. Well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> no way. So, Jake. found out he's really close, so there you go. Go see him. Just shout quick out. shout out to my sponsors. Do it. No, that's estate, why we're here. Haller Real Estate Team, Driven Motorsports, Dynamic uh, Movement Lab in Calgary, ATP Lab Supplements, Grit YYC, and uh, all of my friends, family, and fans. As well as Pizzaholic. Pizzaholic, my man. That's it. I had the list in front of me. I don't know how I missed that. Um, Pizzaholic in the building. That's it. Uh, so listen, I, I want to thank everybody for coming. Uh, oh, and I also want to thank Loremaster. Lore, I thought you say the master. I don't know why. Lorehammer Podcast for the use of their space. Actually, I apologize. I, I lied. I do want to shout out to Steph Esteban. Oh, Esteban, yeah. Esteban, uh, help me out. I'm really bad with names. Oh, Esteban, Conrad, and Andy. Uh, And Uncle Jim. And Uncle Jim. Awesome. Yeah. (laughs) All right, guys. Well, thanks for coming in. Shout out to everybody. We, uh, Jake, I appreciate you coming in and taking time. I'm sure you're popular right now. Easy when it's Zoom, right? That's it, buddy. So uh, thanks for coming in with us. Uh, Chris, anything? Last words? No, man. I'm looking forward to uh, September coming along. There's a lot of fights coming up, so... Stay tuned. Awesome, man. And uh, once things are back to normal and you can come into studio, Jake, uh, we'll uh, we'll make it happen. Thanks for coming in. Awesome. Peace, guys. See you later. Later.